and Grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 220 of There's No Place Like Terra, a Stargate First Watch Rewatch podcast. I am Nixie. And I am Grace, and I'm trying to type and talk at the same time, and this is going to go very poorly. Uh, and today, I'm done. I did We're already it. in it. Um, uh, today, we are watching yes. Stargate Atlantis uh-huh. season dos, dos. episode a cantors? Yes, I was trying to say it in French. 14. <laughs> cantors. Uh, I'm saying that wrong. I'm sure I am. I don't uh, know. Grace Under Pressure. AKA. That's the AKA. That's just the entire AKA. I had a couple. They're not the greatest. AKA the Barcelona McKay. AKA My Heart Will Go On. Oh, yes. Um, Quality. AKA, with a little help from my friends. I'll get so those are my AKs. Little help from my friends. <laughs> I really, really, really love that song. Uh, oh, it's pretty amazing. I don't have um, anything I, besides. Yeah, that's what we're sticking with. I was trying to find a good Sam pun to put in there, but you know this is the McKay show. It is, and the although McKay Sam show. shows up, this it really is about trust in your friends, and I really loved that theme yeah. and that idea. So I'm going to stick with uh, with a little help from my friends. I <laughs> I approve of that as well. Uh, it is, like I said, one of my all time favorite songs. Um, <laughs> so before we get into anything, I must. I must obviously share the only, like, I love you guys, and I love this podcast, and Grace, I love you, but there's only one thing (laughs) on my brain today. Um, By the time you guys listen to this, you will know if the rocket has launched, because as on Wednesday, it's a 50-50 shot today from last time I checked with the weather, but take two. Guys, we're going to stay on plan today. (laughs) Take two of the dragon uh, trying to launch Bob and Doug into orbit. Into space, I it was, you know, I said that I, I mean, I tried my hardest on Wednesday to like focus on work. That was hilarious to even, you know, admit that I could attempt to do that. But yeah, (laughs) um, I was a little into it on Wednesday. I'm surprised they didn't just give you the day off. Like, why didn't they just let you have the day? Um, I tried, but uh. Yeah, today's episode we're 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 doing our best to stay on target. Stay on target. Uh, stay on target. <laughs> uh, so that we can get Nixie watching this yep. launch. Uh, and uh, we're a live broadcast. <laughs> and I, I and Wednesday I had three different live broadcasts that I was watching at the same time. Uh, with all of the info while doing work still. That is called multitasking, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, it can happen. It's, it's happening. It's a crapping in. It's a crapping in. Uh, that's basically <laughs> the only, um, I will say the one thing I've been watching this week has a tie into this episode. Well, at Stargate in general. Ooh. But yeah. Um, so unless you have something else, I'm going to get into it so I can get um, to the pop culture I've been watching. 
I finally watched my first Studio Ghibli production in the whole wide world because I've realized that we have access to HBO Max. Yeah, we do. It's beautiful. Watch it. The end. Bye. Well, which one did you watch? <laughs> oh, I started with Spirited Away. Uh, that is my favorite. And that is actually, I have <laughs> only seen a few of them. Okay. Um, but Spirited Away is my favorite. And that's the one that I own because uh, it's creepy as nice. fuck. A little bit. A little bit creepy. Yeah, I love how twisted even the good guys are. Um, it, it just looks so beautiful. Yes. Um, my one controversial hot take, I don't get what all the fuss is about No Face Man. Um, I love yeah. everything else. I think, I, I remember watching Spirited Away, like, that was when I watched sort of as it came out, so I didn't have a yeah. Faceless Man hype before I saw it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, but don't get me wrong, I still loved it. I absolutely yeah. dug it. Um, I forget his name, but when he's the white dragon who's hurt, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, my heart, my entire heart exploded. Your heart will go on. Um, it will, it may not go on. Okay, <laughs> okay, but otherwise, that's all I got. Yeah, so my main thing I've been watching because we know I, when I start something, I must binge it to an extreme until I finish it. Sure. Uh, so as we get into this episode, before, first, I'm going out of order. I know. January 27th, 2006. Okay, this episode, Ooh. here's where it gets to what I've been watching all week, was written by Martin Garrow. Okay. And the reason that's a connection is because I have been oh, watching I know a why. fuck ton of Blind Spot. <laughs> <laughs> um, I believe that. Who, like, he made Blind Spot. And. Yeah. Well, I'm mainly watching it because of Ashley Johnson, which then, which, <laughs> by the way, there's an episode that I just watched, Grace, that you watching none of Blindspot, I will have to have you watch because uh, for other reasons, I'll tell you later, you would find it interesting. Yeah. Um, and then I get really excited, weird times where at one point in the last episode, there was a tattoo on Ashley's arm, which is not the person who has all the <laughs> tattoos, and it was a familiar looking VM tattoo that I know. And I went, ha ha, nice. Vox Machina. <laughs> um, um, oh, I want to share, we are three weeks away from The Last of Us 2 while we're on the Ashley Johnson topic. That's very exciting. I'm actually very excited it's coming. for you. That's, um, I, so we, the rumor is it is about 30 hours of gameplay. Wow. Um, and we have, we've created a three-day weekend for yep. ourselves. Yep. Um, and so we're doing... Five hours on, break. Yep. Five hours on, uh-huh. sleep. Yep. Five hours on, yep. break. It works. <laughs> Five hours on, sleep. That works. That's what we're telling ourselves we're doing. Reality is going to be 12 hours on, fall asleep in front of it's the gonna PlayStation. It's going to be like 18 hours on, <laughs> pass out for four hours, uh-huh. and then wake up and finish, yeah. and then go, I'm hungry yeah. and sleepy. <laughs> well, here's, here's the thing that I've told myself. Um, I have me- I have convinced myself because there's nothing that can prove otherwise that Blindspot and Stargate are in the same universe. Oh, I like that. Which now I want to watch it. Then makes me want to go. I want to see Patterson, Ashley Johnson's character, because she's the smarty pants, uh-huh. team up with Sam. Yeah. And everything oh, would, write, like would be right in the world. You should you should tweet that to Martin Garrow. Yeah, I would actually love to see the two of them team up. It would be amazing. And here's well, you should just tweet him and tell him, "Hey, can you confirm yeah. whether or not these are in the same world for me?" Yeah, yeah, just speak for my own headcanon. Here's why. Uh-huh. Here's why. 
so Blindspot is not a genre of show that I normally would get into. Yeah. Like, I'm, it's not really a procedural, but I'm not real world FBI crimey show. They're yeah. great shows. They're just not necessarily. It is kind brand. of a crime procedural. Yeah. Here's the thing. Yeah. Because I, I just because of probably Martin Guerra among a bunch of other people who are doing it. There is enough like uber nerd shoved into the corners of it. That sure. It's kind of great. There's one part. Yeah. Where where Ashley Johnson's character knows someone is lying because the story made up is how Dobby dies on the beach. Like, that's... <laughs> there, that's, that's amazing. That's how he knew he was lying about someone else's death because the story he told was the You're story like, this of sounds Dobby familiar. <laughs> dying on the beach. Yeah. Dying on the beach. Awesome. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I finally finished as much Shameless as available to me, so maybe I'll start blind spot. But legitimately, Patterson is Sam Levels of intelligence. Also, Sam can... Or, Sam Patterson. Uh, I'm confusing him now. Um, Patterson can also kick major ass. So seeing Ashley Johnson... Nice. Like Sam. Major ass is super satisfying whenever it happens. Yes. Um, I'm into it. Yeah, that's what I've been watching it's been a martin garo week in this household um also this is moral of this story yeah. watch blind spot yeah also it was directed by martin wood so it's a martin and martin episode <laughs> martin. i don't like it the martins the martins blind <laughs> martin i'm just Mar- gonna... martai martin <laughs> martai martin I would, uh, uh, yeah. So I will okay, say, um, besides the obvious special guest star, um, <laughs> Captain Griffin, who we only got to see for a short bit, William McDonald, yeah. he may look familiar to you because he's been, like many people, in everything. Uh, nice. Flash, Riverdale, tons of CW shows, Travelers, which I know a ton of Stargate fans have also seen for other character reasons. X-Files and like a whole bunch of different roles, sliders, even back to Quantum Working Leap actor. and MacGyver. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Hashtag working actor. Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> and then there's like some other guest star by the name of Amanda Tapping. We may... Oh, she sounds familiar. She sounds familiar. <laughs> uh, a, 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 of course. A, a favorite, a special favorite of both you and I. I love this episode so much. I am so ready. Let's do this. Okay. Let's get so, into it. We start in a bottle jumper. Flying yes. over the Lantean Ocean with McKay and Captain Griffin, mm. who is piloting it. And Griffin is asking some tough questions of McKay. Like, if it bothers him that as a scientist, no matter how brilliant he is, your work eventually, if given enough time, will be proven wrong. Like the Earth being flat or geocentrism. <laughs> and McKay's like, what the actual fuck? Shut your mouth. <laughs> How is this a great thing to talk about? <laughs> and then he starts talking about tomatoes and how after the conquest of Mexico, mm-hmm. tomatoes were brought to Europe and were believed to be poisonous. That part was actually a little bit true. I mean, yeah, I was going to say, I, I recently read a meme about that yeah. where it was like the reason people threw tomatoes, they knew that they thought they were poisonous. So they were actually trying to hurt the people on the stage yeah. with the poisoned tomatoes or yeah. something like that. Something like that. <laughs> because they thought it was related to, I think it was, is it hemlock? They thought it was like related to hemlock and actually yeah. the leaves <laughs> and the stems 
are like mildly poisonous. Like don't eat the leaves and stems of tomatoes, guys. Yeah. Um so McKay like I wonder if it's a type of gooseberry. I don't know. Um McKay doesn't want small talk. He wants like concentration oh. on the flying since it's the he first He wants big talk. He wants big talk. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> big pilot energy on this jumper. Big the first yeah. time it's flown since it was shot down. Um also, just to clarify, yes, Columbus was Italian, not Spanish. Uh, also, he, yeah. did, he is not the one who figured out the Earth was round. And also, Columbus Correct. is a douchebag. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> just throwing those out there. Just throwing them out there. Um, actually, it was Pythagoras. Was it Copernicus? No. Who thought the world was round? No. Oh, it goes way back. That's right. It goes right. way back. Well, Pythagoras <laughs> is like, I think the Earth's round, guys. He's, like, yeah. often credited. Uh, he has other theories. He's a name you may found familiar if you've taken, like, any algebra class known to mankind. Yeah, um, the Pythagorean But theme. actually, stick with me here. Erathosnes. Erath... Er, I've listened, I've studied this guy, and I still can't... And I've been playing a lot of Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I still can't pronounce this guy's name. Erathosnes. 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 Smarty Pants. I wish I knew who it was. Smarty Pants? That you're trying to say. E- uh-huh. E-R-A-T-O-S-T-H-E-N-E-S. <laughs> I did not catch that. <laughs> Anyways. E-R-A-T-O-S-T-H-E-N-E-S. Erathemus? Erathenes. Arithmetic. Fuck it. Listen, We're here now. He's a smarty pants guy who helped actually calculated what the circumference of the earth was fairly accurately. He's the Whoa. one that used shadows. Like, remember, like, the shadows when they measured shadows in different parts? Yeah. Um, he did a ton yeah. for, like, stuff. He's a guy who was like, hey, maybe we should have, like, a leap year. Um, oh, cool. He was also, you know, like, just for some some street cred, he was the chief librarian at the Library of Alexandria. So, in case you know he didn't have enough cool you know, guy cred, smarty pants, Mick smarty pants. Yeah, um, he's super awesome. You should hundred percent look him up since I've spelt his name for you. Arado sneeze. I feel like we're saying sneeze at I the like, end, and that can't sneeze. be right. <laughs> Rattle sneeze. Except not. We're terrible people. So bad. I apologize bad to all of Greece, modern and ancient. Um, <laughs> so of all types. Um, and so while Malkay is going off on Griffin, they hit some turbulence <laughs> that they shouldn't feel because of you know inertial dampeners and all. Sure. Yeah. Um, and then the right drive pod starts freaking out. Like, it starts firing backwards sometimes, and then forwards, which is not, that doesn't... Super not good times. ...go forward well. Yeah. Um, Mm-mm. and they brace for impact, as Griffin calls Mayday, and they splash into the ocean and start sinking. And fun fact, according to Wiki, because this is where I get my knowledge, not necessarily, but this time it is, uh... Mayday originated in 1921 by a radio officer in an airport in London who was asked to find a word for a distress signal, 
and it comes from uh, it comes from the French. <laughs> I'm gonna just butcher two languages. Oh today. boy! Good luck, uh, Madère. Sure, or Madere. help me. Um, I'm sorry to anyone who speaks French now, but Mayday comes from a French word for help me. Oh, Madère. That sounds right. Oh, um, um, I see. It's like so M apostrophe. Uh huh. Uh huh. A I D E R. Uh-huh. Like, uh, like help me. Yes. Like, yes. uh, aid to me essentially yes. is how it translates. And there's like Madere. a longer word, but, and then it shrinks, but it gets turned into Mayday. And yeah, Vincent Madere. Credits. Woo! So, All before the credits, we I managed know. to butcher two languages. Uh- <laughs> I apologize to the world. Um, So we come back just over an hour later. Both guys are unconscious and we hear Zelenka trying to reach out over the radio in the voice of reaching out that he's been trying to call them for an hour. Like, seriously, anyone? Okay. Griffin. Peoples. Like, oh, God, I'm so sick of doing this. Bueller. (laughs) Bueller. Uh, and slowly uh. <laughs> McKay starts to wake up. Uh, Zelenka's back on Atlantis, where you'd expect him in the control room. Mm-hmm. Uh, explains to them as McKay wakes Griffin up that they fell off their screens, they crashed into the ocean, and McKay's like, yeah, nada. Yeah, we were there. <laughs> he looks at the screen when it really sinks in that they are underwater. Like... That is some dark as fuck water. Uh-huh. Like they are way in their water. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And and Zelenka <laughs> was able to determine the direction, but not the range. And Griffin mm-hmm. gets the readouts that they are twelve hundred feet down, dropping twenty feet a minute. And for all this, no big. Zelenka is actually a little kind of secretly. He's trying to hide his excitement because they like they thought the jumpers yeah. could be subs, but like they didn't get to prove it. And yeah, it's actually really cool. But oh, no, on to action because that's bad right now. Um, yeah, that yeah. twelve hundred feet is deep for most subs here on Earth. Like not crazy. Yeah, I was having trouble. I wanted to ask what those numbers meant to so, us. Yeah. When when he says it's the max de- nears the max depth of a nuclear powered sub, it's not like crush wow. depth of a nuclear powered sub. It's like I like like a couple hundred feet away from their normal cruising speed unless hashtag reasons. You know what I mean? It's like slightly slightly uh, stressed depth, yeah. if you will. Yeah, like, yes. Well, maybe not stressed depth, but it's it's normal operating depth getting close to that. Okay. For, Get it. For talking a nuclear-powered submarine, there may be hashtag reasons why they would go deeper for hashtag <laughs> reasons, but not normal. Sure. Normal cruising time. Yeah, Probably not the best place to be. Yeah. yeah. Got it. Got it. Um, and with that, the windshield starts cracking and spider webbing out. And they quickly go and get into the rear compartment. And the doors there should hold the It's those, those underwater rocks from semis coming at you. I know. You just never know what they're going to happen. <laughs> um, but the bulkhead door Fuck. isn't working with them. When the button's pressed, it's not closing. Something must have been damaged in the crash. And the two of them bicker for a moment when Griffin has an idea and heads to the front Tells McKay good luck. 
and shuts the bulkhead no! doors between them. No! And as McKay calls out Griffin's name, we can hear the explosive decompression on the other side. This is basic. You know what? You know what my other AKA for this episode is? Not Penny's boat. That's my other AKA. Yes. Yeah. Not Penny's that's, boat. That's better than my heart will go on. Because to me, it was a little bit like there was room in that pod for the both yeah. of them. But not Penny's boat makes more sense. <laughs> Which, don't even get me started how there was no reason for not Penny's boat to happen except for he wanted to leave the show because wanted off the show <laughs> there was many ways to get out because, of that room charlie uh well you know he had all that lord of the rings money he's like why am i working i just want to surf all day i'm in hawaii and it's amazing well he was only there to collect bugs because he's a cool bug person but anyway so right um griffin has has sacrificed himself to save mckay and now mckay is alone in the dark mm-hmm. Um, yelling at Griffin at why he would do that, and then he realizes that he is alone in the dark, and tries to remind Mm -hmm. himself and calm himself with the memory of wide-open fields, and that he's not stuck in a metal casket under thousands of feet of water. Here's the irony to me, right, is if you put McKay in a wide-open field, he would be wanting a enclosed, cozy space. Yes. So they can't contact Atlantis... Uh, that's going to prevent them from triangulating his position. But I mean, just because you can't think of worse situations at this moment doesn't mean that you haven't been in worse situations. You're not dead yet. So first things first, light. He searches around, finds a flashlight. He gets very excited for half a moment until he actually uses that flashlight to look around and illuminates just how small of a space he's actually in. Uh Uh-huh. The freak out is real. Yeah, that's one of those things where sometimes darkness might be better, because then you can imagine it's a little bit bigger than this. It's slightly larger. Well, and it may feel larger if you're not used to being without your eyes, which and you're having to find your way across space. Listen, if the lights are completely out and it is pitch black in your room, what is normally like a 10-foot walk from the bathroom to the bed seems like it's two miles. fucking football field. Yeah. Yeah. It's two. It's a five k yeah. to get to the bathroom. Yeah. Well, and it's covered in landmines of yep. dog bone. Yes, that. And then you have to like <laughs> leap from a distance to get onto the bed, and then you like half miss. Uh huh. These aren't things that yeah happen. To Either me. that, or okay. you like stub your foot getting yep. to the bed, and you're like, oh, there's the bed. Yep. Those so back at Atlantis, um, when mm-hmm. you know when Zelenka said the life support would sustain him for days, well, that was like. Before the ship was sinking so quickly, and there was uh-huh. no cockpit left, and they don't—that was know. like a best case scenario. Yeah, sustaining. It's like it was just floating at the surface, um, just kind of bobbing, <laughs> like a cork. <laughs> yeah. Bloop, 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 bloop. Um. They don't oh. even know if they made it into the rear compartment. Obviously, they're going to have to go as if they did. Uh, and they already know that uh-huh. the jumper is past windshield boom point, which is what I'm going to call it. Uh, <laughs> but look, Zelenka, you figure out where it is, and John will figure out the how. Yeah. They're making plans. They're making doing plans, things. Making, making plans. So the <laughs> jumper is still sinking. Uh, every time we get to yeah. the jumper for a while, it will still be sinking. And McKay has more lights set around. And at least has put something on his head wound. And we hear yeah. more 
unsettling sounds around. Also, part of the problem with being so smart um, is that you're quickly able to calculate that you're currently under 37 atmospheres of pressure and counting. Yeah, he's going full Doctor Strange. He knows all the ways he can die. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So he's going, like, he needs to stop sinking is, like, the first thing. But when he gets there, he realizes that, no, actually, the priority is sending a signal. So he hooks up the tablet interface into the jumper. He's eventually able to get the emergency transmitter active. But, you know, after you go through 1,400 feet of ocean, only 3% is able to reach the surface of that signal. Yeah. Okay. I do love that as panicked as he is, he's like, okay, what more one thing can I do? What more one thing can yeah. I do? What is one thing I can do? Yeah. Uh, I really like that part. So he goes, okay, only 3% can reach the surface. Let's boost it. And he goes to check and he Mm -hmm. has three hours and five minutes of power. Yay. And the reason, that's not yay. That's, that's all the power is left. That's a a sarcastic yay. And uh, (laughs) the inertial dampeners are active in, in eating so much of his juice. And no matter what he tries to do, he cannot get the inertial dampeners to turn off. And in frustration, he yells at the jumper and the tablet is a piece of junk. And then slowly voices the fear that he's going to die. I want to take a moment here to appreciate that we have already established that Rodney is an out loud thinker. Uh Uh-huh. Because if he wasn't this episode would suck. It would. Uh (laughs) As a fellow out loud thinker, I appreciate Mm -hmm. His yeah. out loudness. Yeah. Well, because it's like, you know, imagine if this were Ronan. Yeah. This would be the quietest episode in the world. Yeah. This... While he just beats up the jumper and swims to the surface this... in a fit of rage. <laughs> this would be experimental <laughs> black box theater if this was Ronan. Yeah. It would, yeah. It would just be like rage survival. <laughs> like he would just be like, I don't care how deep it is. Yeah. I defy death. Yeah. Yep my anger and yeah. will live anyway <laughs> actually to be fair if this was ronin he would just be able to communicate with the whale because he's actually also aquaman yeah. and just he swim says he would away. just become aquaman this yeah. is the real inception of this, aquaman yeah. yeah this this is how aquaman came to be on yeah, an alien yeah. planet <laughs> under pressure yep. do, 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 um, do. with the whale buddy <laughs> whale buddy Okay. The real MVP. Yep. I was trying to do a robots in disguise, but it didn't work. So <laughs> also before we go any further, we are not even going to pretend there is no question. We don't have to mention it. Dude. David Hewley gets the terror award by far. Oh uh, yeah. Giant yeah. sinking waterlogged frigid terror. Award. Wait, you mean we're not going to give it to Amanda Dapping's boobs? That's wrong. <laughs> there's right? a That's there's there's like a small double award <laughs> that we give. <laughs> That's one for so each inappropriate. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, but yeah, David Hewitt gets the Tarot Award. Yes, I'm an awful person. I'm you sorry. Know, about listen, it. <laughs> we were all thinking it. Someone just had to vocalize it. So yeah. back on Atlantis, Zelenka is recapping what they figured out so far to the team, also for us. Mm-hmm. Clearly, they know the direction that the jumper is in. They also have ocean mm-hmm. currents to contend with, so that expands the route a bit. 
Also, Dr. Bryce has been studying the ancient database and has the ocean anywhere between two and six thousand feet at this point. And since six thousand feet is, you know, bad, let's hope they find the mm-hmm. jumper before it gets that deep. Yeah. Um, um, also, yay, person of color, doctor. What? What? Uh, awesome times. Awesome times. I like it. So back with McKay, <laughs> and he realizes he's freezing. Um, so, so, mm-hmm. so cold. And uh-huh. he like, he checks, he goes, I haven't lost that much blood yet. Uh, no, maybe it's the fucking freezing water that's surrounding the jumper. That'll do uh, it. <laughs> transferring that coolness. Um, mm-hmm. so Kaylee's upset with it all. So back yeah, with McKay. She does not like freezing cold water. No. Back with McKay, he realizes, sorry, that it's really cold. I've gone to that part. Kaylee killed my mojo. So he makes a deal with the jumper for heat. It's going to cost him a ton of power. He's able to raise the temp, and it's going to cost him 40 minutes down to two hours and 20 minutes. And he starts... This part I can relate to. Yeah. Like the... um, the, I don't necessarily talk to myself out loud, but I definitely talk to, like, my computer or my mouse or what, whatever I'm working with, I'm definitely having conversations with inanimate objects. So yes. this part, I definitely relate to. And so he's like, he starts yelling at the jumper again, calls it a lemon, which is hilarious for the dual meaning of yeah. decay and lemons. Um, and yeah. of, of course, you know, the jumper doesn't have an opinion. It's an inanimate object. That's not going to stop uh-huh. McKay from talking to it, from yelling at it, because he's been struck upon uh-huh. the head. And yeah. he, he works a bit longer at the tablet and the jumper, and they, they make a deal. They make a deal for 20 minutes of power loss, and then he gets to not die of hypothermia. Yeah. You know. I mean, I think it's a pretty fair deal. Yeah. Yeah. Because he'd be, he'd have, he'd have a lot less power if he, well, the power would be there, but it wouldn't matter if he died. It would, it would, yeah. So it's no point in having to work in ship if the body inside it is dead. Exactly. <laughs> so then he starts giggling as he realizes that, you know, he, he made a deal with the jumper and then starts laughing. Um, almost scared that he's laughing because he realizes now the mm-hmm. new problem is hypoxia. And he starts yeah. working on dialing up the CO2 scrubbers as he continues laughing. Super great times. I was realizing my mic might be in the wrong setting. It's good. Okay. So lots of welding and work going on in the jumper bay as Weir comes in. And this is all part yeah. of John's plan. All this noise, this welding, John's plan. So... Mm-hmm. Two other scientists were going to study a different ocean on a different planet in this galaxy that's under ice. They have a thousand feet of cable and a really powerful winch. So Yay. Combine that with the guy who's responsible for med- the magnetic grapple that lowers the F-302s in the jumper bay. Chocolate and a peanut butter, baby. And instead, all I can think about... Do you know the only thing I think about when you say you're going to combine a magnet with cable... Is the bad guy from the Brave Little Toaster at the end the giant oh. magnet guy? That which, looks like a like a like the claw, yeah, but but giant. a magnet form. That thing scared the shit out of me as a kid. And now that's, the only thing I think of when I when I think of winches is in Uncharted Four <laughs> when they use a winch 
to pull a jeep up a hill like they 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 i, I think it's a winch they like grapple a tree basically yeah. Yeah, and no. then they like drive the, yeah. the truck up that's that's a winch don't ever let bartender husband nick watch uncharted 4 or play it because he's gonna try that oh with the jeep he's already like the jeep is already ready for a winch it came winch compatible and he's been <laughs> yeah waiting to be able to get a winch so well i just don't want to give him any ideas of how vertical this thing can go oh no don't worry anything that you can think of has already crossed his head nice so they don't have to lift the jumper all the way to the surface they figure they just have to get it high enough Mm -hmm. for rescue divers another question here um like we still have limited people on atlantis how many certified rescue divers did you bring with you to atlantis i mean i can imagine it's smart to bring a few on like the daedalus later once you realize that it's a floating city but (laughs) (laughs) well you figure right there's different walks to the military yes um and what is it the navy seals Uh that are like properly trained in this and then probably a couple of other guys i'm thinking there's more like some some like crossed training here like they're not they're not their only job is being certified rescue divers but it's just i think they they're like they got certified yeah they got certified one day like the way we do with first aid training yeah you know what i mean like oh i'm totally a certified rescue driver now yeah i got my certificate Uh uh-huh not that it's not you know not that the first aid thing isn't right like you do get certified and you do learn what you're doing yes these aren't guys that had to do drills <laughs> and get in the water and do this all the I time. I just love the concept of having Maybe one of them. certified rescue divers in Atlantis. Yeah. Or, or I wonder if there's just a couple of casual divers that's that what are I'm like, thinking. hey, let's get certified. That's like, yeah. that's what I'm thinking. Like they, there's, they're not, it's not like a crew specifically of their first thing they do is they're the rescue diver team, but it's some people who it's like, Hey, I can get trained for that. Cause our city's in the middle of the fucking ocean. I want it to be, I want at, at least one of them to be one of the women scientists who was brought here to study the animal life, the marine, bio- like the marine biologist. Yeah, that I can see. Because she's like, well, I'm a diver anyway, because I go in all the fucking time yeah. to study my aminals. And she's probably uh, I a, might as well get certified. a higher qualified diver than anyone else there. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, because <laughs> she's under the water the most often. Of where they walk. Up where they run. Sorry. So, John just needs a couple more hours to get ready, and Weir gives him uh, the long-awaited approval to try the jumpers as a sub. And Weir's <laughs> yeah. going to go see if Zelenka has located them yet. So, McKay now has the CO2 scrubbers working at full force, so that's good. He's annoyed that he's mm-hmm. down here. He's like, I need to beat the guy yeah. on the surface, saving the people who are down here, not the person who's down here, and figures by the time Zelenka comes up with a rescue plan, he will have already died of old age. Let's, okay, let's take a minute. Yeah. I want to ingest this line, because uh-huh. it's so smart. It's almost like you could put people in those two categories, mm-hmm. um, like what you would prefer to be doing, because some people would prefer to be on that front line. Like, yeah, John Shepard is a man who's going into the action. Yes, 100 um, percent. Like, are you on the shuttle or are you in mission control? Well, that's a bad example for me, because if it involves a shuttle going into space, I'm going to be on it. But normally I would not. 
Do you think so? I see. I suspect that you are more likely to get into it than you know. Like, I think you're braver than you give yourself credit. Not that it's not brave to no. be the guy in Mission Control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's a certain amount of ability. The way I sort of think of it is I prefer not to be melee. I would rather be in the back taking up people from a distance and organizing the situation it's such an interesting uh, interpretation, right? Because yeah. in my mind, you're still on the offensive. That's true. That's true. So in so the way I think of it, in my head, I'm a healer and a buffer. Yeah. I'm not a hitter. I don't I don't I don't hit the other I don't do the offensive work. That's true. Um um even my uh, Sam. And so that's the way I like to think of it. Yeah. Even my Sam, who is built to be a buffer and a support character, throws a yeah a lot of fire into situations. <laughs> she's in effect. Yeah, she's a uh, she plays offensively. Yeah. And and that's kind of how I see how people work, right? Are you the guy? And maybe I'm completely off, but these are these weird. These yeah. are these fun weird philosophical questions that I would love to spend two hours on someday yeah where it's like what's your role what do you how do you see your role uh, we took like these creative tests recently yeah uh you and I where it's like are you a producer a mm -hmm. maker an artist or are you the guy that's pushing these people forward yeah, yeah, that's yeah. seeing the bigger vision and saying here's how the work gets done yep um and this is interesting to me because I'm learning as I understand how I work more that I'm not a maker of things. Yeah. I'm a planner of things. And then I go, okay, now you guys go make it and I'll keep the planning in order. Whereas I'm a, if you stop making, you may fall unconscious person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, those are just the ways that I, and I don't know, those could be completely wrong approaches, but I love well, the thought. I, I love the think, thought process. I think on average that very much would apply in this case, with McKay saying it, it's just because he has no fucking faith in anyone else at this moment to do anything except for him. Right. He's right. a control freak. Right. <laughs> so he must control the entire yes. board, if yes. you will. Yeah. Um, and that's when McKay hears some weird sounds outside, almost like whale song. A puppy. It's a puppy. It's a big. It's a whale puppy. Puppy. Uh, he doesn't yeah. know if it's angry or hungry and then realizes the reason it's probably here is because of his transmitter that's like it's probably some in a frequency that either is intriguing the whale or pissing the whale off. Um, yeah. And the jumper shakes a bit. Yeah. As it gets a little knocked around. It's something different. Something weird is here. Yeah. And the whale, what the hell is this? What do I do with it? Yeah. I'm just amazed he doesn't immediately try to name uh, the, the whale uh, Georgia Gracie. As a god to Star Trek Four, so he listen. <laughs> he feels real bad. He really does, but he has to leave it transmitting. But you know, whale, you can sure. go for help and tell them Timmy fell down the well again. He should have spoken whale at it if yeah. he knew what he was doing. Yeah, and he, he tries to tell <laughs> yeah. his new friend um, that it's like if he's not going to help, he can just swim right by. And he goes, "Wait a minute." the jumper might be able to swim. If it was meant to be a sub, Yay. the drive pods would function underwater, and if you can get closer to the surface, he's like, okay, now I'm cooking with fire. And yeah. back on Atlantis, Weir's checking with the science team. They're making slow progress, 
He runs her through everything that they have discovered, and actually they've slightly increased the search area, but they're not guessing anymore. <laughs> He's definitely in this giant area. And of course, but here's is- the, I, you know, it, it, it's tough to see it that way, but it's actually a really good thing. Yeah, 100%. Because now you can just comb that specific area, knowing for fact that you're like, I'm going to comb from here to here. Yeah. With a very, very large comb. <laughs> yes. Um, Zelenka's, of course, worried about death, um, but John's going to be ready in a few hours, and Zelenka needs to be as well. So, hmm. on a tiny keyboard on the tablet that's killing McKay, and I'm like, McKay, you cannot tell me that you do not have a way of making that keyboard larger. Like, yeah. Now, I say that, and granted, on my tablet, I can't make the keyboard larger or smaller, but I mean. Well, I think it's more of um, this man is someone who's been working on these long enough that there's no way he's st- it's still an issue. Yeah. He's just that cold, maybe. I think so, yeah. Um, and he, yeah. And a familiar voice. He, he goes, I need another set of eyes. And a familiar voice takes over, mm-hmm. saying, let me look. And McKay freezes, <laughs> confused, slowly turns around mm. to find the one the only, the bum, stunning bum, Samantha Carter standing there. She's like, don't worry. Bam, we're going to get you out of here. With my boobs. <laughs> With the power of my cleavage. Um, yeah, basically. There's a lot of power in cleavage, guys. Don't worry. I fully know mm-hmm, this. Mm-hmm. So McKay just sort of rambles in disbelief that he's lost it, that she's not real. And she's like, dude, of course I'm not fucking real. Yeah, no shit, Sherlock. I'm 3,000, three, sorry, thousand, three million miles away with my own issues. You're hallucinating and like points to his head wound. And uh-huh. the way Sam sees it, McKay is scared, like a little panicked, super yeah. lonely. And you know you needed help. So your subconscious manifested the one person you know is smarter than you. Ta-da! Yeah. Which... I love that it's his own self-conscious telling him all these things. Yeah. Like at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah, he's just telling himself all these things. Um, and he immediately starts to debate that fact. And she's like, don't start with me, okay? Uh-huh. And, yeah. and And I love, he's like, look, there's brilliant and then there's me. And she reminds yeah. him that every time they've worked together, you've been wrong and I've been right. Why else would I be here? <laughs> yeah. And he True. just assumes it's for one last romp before he dies. And she's like, one last romp, seriously? He goes, yeah. okay, first romp, but it's romping that comes to mind, not your brains, Blondie. <laughs> and as someone who's um, gotten the nickname Blondie for most of her life, man, that's a trigger word for me. <laughs> it's got to be a tough one. Um, I like that he's like, you wouldn't be dressed, you wouldn't be so like yeah. dressed the way yeah. you are if this was my imagination, <laughs> but I'm certain that Sam does not unzip no. her <laughs> shirts and and jackets just under her boob. <laughs> you know, unless she's on a date with I don't, someone that's not McKay. Yeah, and happens to have to go right from her work yeah, into yeah. that. Yeah, it's like she's not wearing a shirt that low cut in the office. <laughs> like, it's just not her style. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Also, I don't yeah. see her. I know we have seen her wear pink before, but it's just not a color associated yeah. with Sam. 
No, it's not. She likes black and she likes, you know, the stuff that she likes. And every now and then she'll wear like a red dress. I remember there was the one weird frilly one for no there reason. There was the one weird frilly one with he who shall not be named. Uh, and she has worn uh-huh. a couple like like flowy, flowery skirts, but it's just like not, mm-hmm. n- not, not that color pink. No, no. So yeah, um, S- Sam. Oh, and I, I he he tries to get her to admit that you know he's a handsome man, and Sam just interrupts, going, "You do realize you were arguing with yourself at this moment." Yeah, with <laughs> yeah. And and McKay, and you're telling yourself that you're handsome. Yeah, McKay just kind of reels too far back in the opposite direction, starts questioning if anything is real, if any of the readings he's gotten are real, and maybe this is my like I am unconscious in the infirmary and everything is fine, and this is just a nightmare, and and tries to wake up and even slaps himself. And she brings him back to reality. Everything is real except for her. So yeah. Set to work. Which also brings up an, another really big, important point to me, right? Um, yeah. He is still holding a candle for Sam. Mm. He's been well, on always. another planet. Yeah. On another planet for, what, a year and a half now? Yeah. Um, and they never even did anything. Mm-hmm. Um, these, these women on Atlantis, I bet you there's a few that may have caught the heat that he's caught their eye and he's just a, a so one full of himself yes. and two oblivious because yeah. he's carrying a candle for some woman who like not a chance. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> let's be real. Wouldn't you hold a candle for Sam regardless of anything? Um... Yeah. I, I I mean, I guess I see it. But at some point... To me... I, I can... Here's how I see it. Yeah. Because I have had a person like this in my life. It's like, you uh-huh. know nothing's going to happen. But it's like, this has been built up. This is my ideal. This is what I'm searching for someone to get... Cl- like, I'm searching yeah. for a woman that that gets close to this. This is my... This is my yeah. bar, and I'm searching for someone who rises to that bar. Yeah, he's only making it that much harder for himself to find happy because now he's he's yeah. idolized this person uh-huh. forever. Oh yeah. Um, and well, it's also excuses yeah. why he doesn't have to get close to anyone else because you know they're not Sam. right. Nobody's Sam. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, McKay. All right, let's keep moving. Sorry. So in, in Weir's office, Zelenka has it down to three miles, which John is pretty happy about. But with only a thousand feet of cables, Zelenka points out that it's still too deep. And he's yeah. like, well, I mean, jumper can go to a thousand at least. And, and so you add another thousand of cord and, you know, math. We we have some feet to work we're, with. We're, we're mething it. Yeah. The real worry is that if he's any deeper than that. And John has an idea. Like, if they can turn the, the shield of the city into a cloak, then can they turn the cloak of the jumper into a shield? I mean, bum, bum, bum. makes sense. It yeah. could work. It would use a lot of power and take a while to configure. And he's like, John's like, so we'll do it on the way. So then it's like, no, 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 no. I don't swim. I don't do water. And, you know. Yeah. John does have a point when well, he says... Well, the good news is, if you're swimming, you're already dead. Yeah, there's not a lot of swimming in a thousand feet down. <laughs> yeah. And, and Weir, pulls, Weir pulls, you know, the if McKay can't count on you, who can he count on card? Oof. And so Oof. you can see Zelenka just be like... 
she's not wrong. That, I mean, what a great way to mm-hmm. help him see what's going on. You're a the little, only one who can help your a friend. A little quality manipulation. And he's just like, a little bit. Just sprinkle in some Catholic guilt. In oh, there. yeah. Oh, yeah. He goes, I'll go get my gear. Yeah. <laughs> it's some quality guilt manipulation. Talk about oh, yeah. diplomacy yeah. and negotiation. <laughs> that's that's a, you know what i'm gonna remove catholic because i think a lot of mom do this and uh-huh. call it just mom guilt yeah like that instinctual mom guilt yeah yeah so in the back of the <laughs> jumper mckay who clearly is having a harder and harder and harder time concentrating he's trying to explain yeah. his plan to sam and if the plan goes right before the power levels drop he's gonna surface and then they can pick up the radio signal and then they'll come get him and then they'll be home and it seems like how much power is I going to use? Kind of yes. all of it. <laughs> and she's like, so that's a bad idea then. Yeah. Because if it doesn't work, he's dead. And, you know, Sam doesn't have a better idea. Sam just doesn't want him to do... Sam doesn't want him to do anything. I mean, it's, it's, it's basic survival skills. It's the same as you get lost in the woods. You stay warm, you stay breathing, you stay alive for as long as you can in one place. Yeah. And you give your team the biggest window of opportunity to rescue you. It's like the thing that you're, well, at least my parents taught me when we were little and we'd go anyway. It's like, if you get lost, yeah, find, find an adult, the most closest nearest by like adult, yeah. or, like official and stay there. Do not try to find us. We yeah. will find you. Um, so uh, like, ask me how many times I listened to that one. I- I'm guessing it's better to ask you how many times. Nope, I got backwards. The Zero times is low. Zero times is when I listen. It's like <laughs> I would we're, always. We're run going for store. golf numbers, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> zero times is when I listen. Twice, and I should have. But zero well, times. you're still here, so I, you yeah. know. Somehow I made it. So, you know, look, McKay finds that absolutely crazy. You know, how how can they even find him, let alone get to him? Sam's like, well, they'll find a way. If you build mm-hmm. it, they will come. And, Love will find a way. And and make, they're like, no, no, because there's only one person who can figure out how to get me out of this, and that person is stuck in the battle, back of a sinking jumper. And Sam's like, yep, that's me. <laughs> but no take a minute to... you're super wrong because you have a bunch of really smart people and right now all they're doing is focusing on how to rescue you and you need to stay mm-hmm. alive as long as possible and like you can't go with this plan to get to the surface i'm not going to help you with this plan yeah and sam's or mckay that's is... the part of his brain that knows yeah that he trusts his friends yeah it's, the other part is just louder. Yep. His Aubrey brain is very loud. Aubrey brain <laughs> is words I won't even say on this podcast. And that's uh-huh. saying something, if you've heard how I curse. <laughs> Fuckity fuck. So, um, McKay's like, what, my <laughs> own hallucination isn't even going to help me get rescued. And she just kind of shrugs. She's like, well, your own, this is your own brain. So your own brain must realize how dumb of an idea this is. And McKay's yeah. like, I can't even hallucinate right today. <laughs> so John and Zelenka flying over the ocean and they get to the start of the search area and just kind of settle into the water 
Yay. At the back of the jumper. The Mc- calm before the storm. Yeah. In the back of the jumper, Sorry. McKay is <laughs> is doing something, and Sam's like, I, 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 nope, I'm not helping. I'm not going to help. I'm not. And she kind of walks away. <laughs> and he's like, what? What do you What do you mean? Did I Did I make a mistake? Uh, tell me. You like you gotta tell me. You're. And he goes, you're you're just fucking messing with me, aren't you? Yeah. You're, like, and Sam questions and says sorry in a way that is a hundred percent exactly what he's doing, messing with him. Uh huh. To get a yeah. second guess, what he's doing. He goes, don't play mind games with me. And Sam's like, I am a mind game. I, my existence is mind game. <laughs> Literally, this is what mind is doing right now. And uh, and he goes like, fine. And and like and like siblings going, you stay on your side of the jumper, and I'll stay on mine. And there's a tape line down the middle. And with that, the jumper shakes violently, and we see that they have settled at the ocean bottom. Yay! Inside, nope, not yay. McKay's like, this is great. So my chances of imploding are smaller. And uh, and he goes, nope, nope, Sam, don't say a word. This is this is my, my one little bit of good luck. Just shut up because, like, you come here and then you don't help with things. And you say my pan is shitty and then you claim to be in my head, but you are no way dressed provocatively. And, and Sam's like, yeah, well, look at the water that we now see coming in from the coming in. door. The impact has created microfissures. He is officially now taking on water. Oh, yay. This is fun. Get yeah. your duct tape. So in the rescue jumper, they radio back to Atlantis, and they're about to lose contact. Uh, and they'll they'll call it again once they reach the surface. And we are wishes them luck. And John cannot help but be a little bit excited. Because they're underwater. And, you know, that's kind of awesome. Zelenka uh-huh. is... How should I say this? The opposite. Less than thrilled. <laughs> They're yeah. at 990 feet in holding, getting sporadic life signs. They're like the picture of the two separate guys on a roller coaster, yeah. like the one who's crying and the one who's like, yeah! Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> this is not what Zelenka signed up for. Yeah. So Ronnie checks the bulkhead and comes back up. The water is just about to his knees in the back, like they're on a little bit of a of an incline. Um, which we don't see at the end when the water pours out of the ship, but we won't mention that at all. And so, yeah. you know, with imploding, it settles in. Yeah, with imploding off the table, you know, drowning is now great and back on the menu. Mm-hmm. Sam's like, look, Yay. you got this. You have life support. Create a positive pressure environment. Like, slow the leak. And McKay snarks, but starts working on it anyway. Um, and for once without snarks, which is not McKay's normal language... He uh-huh. tells Sam that they make a good team, and he really enjoys working with her, and kind of wonders why they never hooked up. And Sam's Aww. like, yeah, "Are are you serious? Like, aside from the fact that you're petty, yeah. arrogant, and you treat people badly, I, I mean, that's most <laughs> of that's most of it." And I mean, yeah. I love that what May Kay takes away from that is he did. She didn't mention that she doesn't find him physically attractive. Right. It's like, come on, man. Um, pay attention. Uh, also, completely off topic, but yeah. we mentioned drowning, and I remember that I forgot to share that I 
finally watch the movie The Prestige this weekend. Oh, yeah, it's a good one. And I will never say more than that in case yeah. someone out there is yeah, like that's, me and never watched it because that that's is a great one to not spoil. 100% a movie not to spoil. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> but I thought of the drowning yeah. that happens. So McKay points out that since Sam is from his own mind, you know, it's really actually mm-hmm. his idea that they're doing right now and not just Sam's. And he goes, oh, yeah. Oh, shit. I um, I am petty, aren't I? a little bit and she's like yeah yeah and arrogance and shitty with people Uh uh-huh that's what i said so Uh they get the pressure increased and he sort of equals out his his ears a bit and he goes in for a hug and a kiss and it's super awkward and she turns Uh so it hits her cheek and he goes you realize you realize what you're doing right now and he pulls back and he's like no no you are a figment of my imagination this is my do what I want you to do. The least you can do is take your top off. <laughs> and she's like, dude, your subconscious minds even know that in your own subconscious, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> so I wonder if this means like the whole petty, arrogant, bad with people um, that, you know, this repetition of this stuff. I wonder if this means that McKay, you know, when he's looking at himself in the mirror you know, when he's doing the thing where you study yeah. yourself, yeah. he's like, I'm not bad looking. Yeah. I'm just a piece of asshole guy. Yeah. I, I like, I wonder how often that happens. You yeah. know? I think he. Uh, it's just, yeah. I I have a hunch that, you know, when we first saw McKay in SG1, he probably legitimately did not realize how big of a douchebag he was. But I yeah. think over the years, and especially in the past, you know, season and a half we have seen him come to some personal realizations i think yeah it is definitely a like deflective shield that instantaneously goes up that mm-hmm. but underneath he knows it yeah i think there's a there's an awareness starting to form yes he's like yeah uh, it's still it's like comfort it's like that comfortable comfortable skin he puts on like he knows oh yeah he just doesn't want to deal with taking that defensive shield down. Yeah, it's it's a lot of work. It is a lot of work. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, McKay, um, where was I? Oh, oh, and he goes worst hallucination, worst hallucination ever. And he ever. goes back to work on his plan. <laughs> and if he doesn't get this done before the power levels drop below fifty percent, which gives him about ten minutes left. Um, and he's like, if Sam, you're, if you're not going to help, just stand back and shut up. And <laughs> Sam's like, yeah, this is why I could never have a relationship with you. You don't listen to people yeah. and you don't trust people. And Sam starts to get really annoyed, like yelly at her at the situation yeah. that this is Zelenka's fault. And he said, you know, it was ready to fly. Um, but, but came to him and said he was too embarrassed because he's afraid of flying at the best of times. And now he's safe, warm and cozy on the surface. And McKay is paying for his mistakes. And if you want something done, you have to do it yourself. And then keeps working. Boy, is he going to feel bad when he realizes what Zelenka did for him. Uh-huh. For saying all of those things to imaginary Sam. Because uh-huh, Zelenka is <laughs> not warm and cozy on the surface. He is in stress uh-huh. and a jumper looking for him. Um, but he does get the yeah. shield working. And before John can go deeper, Zelenka has to point out that the shield... You know, actually is draining way more power than they thought it was going to drain. Yeah. Uh, they have they have 30 <laughs> minutes. 
Good. I mean, sense. it's it's a, it's great that they have only 30 minutes yeah. because it lines up so perfectly to something else that's yeah. about to happen. Exactly. <laughs> so the waters rise in the jumper and it's getting very, very cold. And Sam just, you know, swims around, getting closer mm-hmm. for warmth. <laughs> I love that she's swimming in like random cold ass yeah. ocean water. And, and he's like, you know, you're not physically here. You can't actually transfer heat. And she goes... In such a line, that doesn't mean I can't get you hot. <laughs> Which is only a line that M- McKay's brain yeah. version of Sam would say. Yes. <laughs> and we see her swim out of frame and then comes up out of the water like a fucking mermaid. <laughs> in a bra with a hair slicked back. And, you know, she was thinking about what she said. I mean, since this is yeah. fantasy, it's only fair that he gets some and then starts to snog him. Yeah. <laughs> Sam Carter, ladies and gentlemen. What does he call her? Using Lieutenant those Lieutenant Colonel models. Sexy Siren. Siren. Lieutenant or what Colonel call? Siren. Yeah. <laughs> luring men to their fates. Yay. And, uh, and he's like, well, I knew you were hot. And he's like, oh, wait, no, I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to slow me down. You're trying to distract me with your boobs in the last few minutes to execute the plan. Because it's the only thing he, she knew was the only thing to slow him down was the sight of boobs. Uh, uh, the paranoia is getting real. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and she's like, well, you're thinking too much. And this is where he's like, I'm not going to call for it, Lieutenant Colonel Siren. And he tries to get back to work, (laughs) shaking with cold, trying to focus. And then we have Sam back in her pink outfit with dry hair and everything. And she's like, look, this plan isn't going to work, McKay. Like, you are cold. You are desperate. You are injured. You are going to make a mistake. Your friends are coming for you. What a nightmare this had to be to shoot. Like, he's just sitting there freezing cold the whole... Whew. Okay, that's all. And uh, and and he's like, no. He ignores her. La 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 la. And he's like, <laughs> they go back and forth for a long time. In in this, he is determined to do this. Determined that she is just trying to stop him. And and he, she's like, just please have faith in your friends. Please. Yeah, a little bit. Believe that friend. they are coming. Um, and. And he presses the button because he's sure he'll be back at the surface in no time. And the lights do come on briefly and we see the drive pod struggle to come to life. And then all the lights go out. And McKay's like, no. Oh, boy. Do not say anything. Mm-hmm. And now McKay has a half hour of power left. Half hour until he's dead. The half hour power, half hour hour. Yep. I, I tried. <laughs> so everybody's got thirty minutes left. On we're, the clock. we're basically at twenty-four <laughs> countdown now. Put put the time yeah. up on the corner of the screen. Yeah. Um, Zelenka orders some choice words in Czech. I'm pretty sure at least a couple of those were curse words. <laughs> John's like, I think my Czech's getting better because I know what you mean. They don't detect any <laughs> jumper at all. Um, but Zelenka has John pull up the HUD. Because the one thing they do see down here is the sea monster that John was asking about earlier. Uh, it's about six to eight times the jumper. And they only have 12 more minutes on the shields. 
and John is going to spend those near the sea monster since it's swimming in circles. May have found something interesting. Alien buddy. So the, the saving the day. Woo! So the water is <laughs> very deep now in the jumper. It's like up to his mm-hmm. neck. Uh, Makaya is barely conscious. Uh, and he's just yelling at fucking Moby Dick out in the water. And and does that change the subject that I often do, where the context is in my brain and I don't tell other people that I've changed the subject? Oh, yeah. And it just kind of <laughs> depends on how well you know me, how well you can keep up. Um, yeah. But he he's talking about how he treated Griffin badly. And he knew he was going to die. And... He has a really hard time forming these words about what he's trying to say, but he he admits that he, McKay thought of the same thing. That you mm. could close it from the front, but he couldn't do it. And remarks how brave Griffin was for doing that. And Sam is <sighs> still sure that McKay will get out of this. Which McKay isn't sure he'd believe even if Sam were naked in saying it. <laughs> and starts to close his eyes. Um, Sam does what she can to keep him awake. Stay alert. Stay alive. Yeah. Listen to your whale, buddy. I want to say, um, I I don't know if John is as much the surfer dude um, as the actor who portrays him. I'm going to say yes. Yeah, But leave it to the surfer dude to be like, hey, bro, the whales are talking. Well, he did have early in season one, he was talking about going and looking for surf spots on the That's mainland. That's true. Yeah. That is true. So, again, leave yeah. it to the surf dude to yeah. be like, hey, man, be one with the ocean. Yeah. The ocean is telling us where our friend. 100%. Yeah. Um, and, love it, love it, love and it. And McKay realizes that he should have listened to Sam and that he's always <gasps> admired her. And he honestly, he honestly doesn't think that she's smarter than him. Like, on best day, maybe a tie. And I love how she's like, there's a compliment coming some here, right? Yeah. And and we sort of get to the crux of the difference in smarts between McKay and Sam. Because intelligence yeah. aside, Sam is wiser. And mm. at the end of the day, that's, you know, why she's here. Sam is right. And we get to the critical, the difference between intelligence and wisdom. Holy moly, that's yeah. been a thing a lot lately. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. they're not the same thing at all. They're not the same thing at all. And and you know, looking at the two characters, I think that's 100% true. I you know, yeah. Even if there's even if their intelligence stats are the same, Sam has a much higher score in wisdom than McKay has. And and that's one of those things that we have to keep in mind, right? Because sometimes those of us who are very intelligent forget yeah how important wisdom is yeah and those of us who are intelligent i'm can looking get at in myself. our own fucking way i'm looking at myself. yeah 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 <laughs> same uh we can get in our own way um because we think we have the answers yeah to everything uh-huh uh and it it starts to come off like gold arrogance yeah so you gotta be careful yeah, yeah. i'm like looking <laughs> i'm looking a, at me too looking in a fucking mirror um, yeah, my wisdom score is definitely not as high as my intelligence score. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd like to think that mine's growing. Like every time I level up, I'm putting those numbers. I into would wisdom. like to think as well, but there's definitely a disparity still there. <laughs> and uh, and 
And he and and she actually goes, "Well, I mean, you were right subconsciously. I mean, that's something." Mhm. So Zelenka and John find the jumper. The whale is circling it and they try to radio, but there is no power. Like the jumper is completely dead. So bad news, also it is taken on a lot of water and there's no way they're going to be able to drag it to the surface. Like like physics is telling them they can't drag it to the surface. <laughs> No, like that's it's too it's far it's too far down essentially. Yeah. Well, like it's, it's too not, far down. It's too heavy. It's not that it's too far down. It's that it's taken on too much water, so it weighs too much. Well, that too. If it was yeah. had no water inside, the plan of being able to drag it up with the cable could potentially work still. That's so, fair. But Zelenka, like John's not coming all this way to do nothing, and Zelenka has an idea. They're going. Yeah. He, not they. He is going to extend the shield between the jumpers. So. They're going to have just enough power after some finagling. Yeah. So McKay hears something outside. And then here's oh. John over his radio. He's like, hey, buddy. Hey, buddy, you got to open the door. Yeah. Which, you All know, it takes is a leap of faith. Here, yeah. Because that's, on average, a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. A bad idea. Um, Here's what I think, right? At that point, my brain's going, I'm either going to die or get rescued. Yeah. Or I'm going to stay here and die. Yeah. So it's, you got to find the courage to pull that fucking lever. Which I think is the same thing that goes through McKay's head here, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, And and I think that John's like... Certain death versus possible death. (laughs) Yeah. I, I do like how John is like, this is a long story. I'm just going to brief it for you. But the, the we turned the cloak into a shield. I'm standing outside. And he knocks on the back door. He's like, just open yeah. it and you can walk. And McKay goes to release it, but pauses. Because, like, what if what if John is also just a hallucination? Like, what if this no. is just my brain telling me to, to end this? To open the door? Yeah. Brain doing brain things. Yeah. And outside, John's like, we need to move. We have time restrictions. This is not going to last all fucking day. Yeah. Uh, inside, uh, McKay, like, is starting to not be able to tell what's real and what's not. And Sam really tries to emphasize that this is real, that they are here to help you. These are your friends rescuing you. Mm-hmm. And McKay's like, okay, and he pulls the handle, and nothing happens. Oh! It really tests his faith a lot. Yeah. And they're like, <laughs> okay, secondary release. And he has to dive under the water, head to under the bench to pull this, and we see the water just rushing out of the jumper and, and receding. And moments later, we have John and Zelenka running in to help him up. Yay. They realize Yay. that Griffin is gone. They start to help mckay up and out of the jumper and between the jumpers outside we can see the whale swimming by like buddy really sorry the real mvp you didn't get to eat me <laughs> and john admits it's actually how we found you yeah and mckay knew john would think of something subconsciously at least and he stands at the back of the functioning jumper as the door closes up and he sees sam standing in the dead jumper with a little wave and a smile, saying goodbye as the door closes. Yay. Listen, say what we want about 
everyone's rolling this. The yep. real MVP here is our whale buddy. Uh-huh. <laughs> Who laid on the body until somebody came and yeah. helped. Yeah, it's I mean it's <laughs> a full, it's like the full like rescue dog style. Like I found yeah. I found it's right I, here. Like, bark. Yeah. Bark. <laughs> somebody do a thing. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, what a fun episode. I love this episode. This is a great episode. For multiple reasons. Um, this is one that we found a way to watch together. Yes. Witnessed me crying and yelling at our whale buddy for being a good and buddy. The, the best part <laughs> is that you somehow missed where it said special guest star Amanda Tapping. So you had legitimately I'm an idiot. no yeah. clue when she popped up. <laughs> it was fun. I do my best to purposely not look at the credits. Yeah. Um, and I, it's worked so far because I, I don't like spoiling surprises. I yeah. love having surprises yeah, be surprising. Yeah. Um, but, uh, the whale buddy, my gosh, I need, I need a stuffy of that whale buddy. I know. He's like, so cute. Like a little stuffed animal. Yeah. He's a good buddy. He's a good boy. And he needs a little collar like the St. Bernard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the little, like, uh-huh. <laughs> first aid collar. Uh-huh. I like that I'm doing hand motions on podcast i will never learn to not do that uh, listen i'm <laughs> incapable of speaking unless i'm moving my hands i think anyone who's watched Fair. the video <laughs> cast of these knows that by this point uh this was amazing it was um, so good th- fun fun one-off episode yes. one of the ones where eventually i will get jesse to watch with me just because it's a gr- yeah, it's a reasons. great bottle episode for sure for sure yeah um yeah. next um, up is what's next sg1 Ethan. Ethan? Yep. That's it. Ethan. Interesting. One 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 word. This'll be fun. <laughs> Curious. Yeah. Curiouser and curiouser. Uh-huh. Uh guys, tell us who you think the MVP of this episode is, even though I'm gonna stick with our whale buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um uh, I say it's Zelenka. I mean, Zelenka's pretty great too. Yeah. I mean, Rodney does a great job. It's a one man. I don't know. Well, Everybody I would does say well, again, well, buddy, giving David Hewlett the Terra Award by far. But in the episode, yeah. I mean, in the episode, McKay did everything he could do to kill himself at one point. So sure, I'm gonna give it to Zelenka. The whale buddy is like the Eagles in the Hobbit. He is. Yes. Yeah. It's like without him, none of the other plants. Yeah, which is kind of the best part. Um, we 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 trust and love and around us, and we are kind to each other, and we learn to work together and see each other and be people. People in these weird, scary, freaking times that we exist in. For so many reasons, you know. I read um, I, I read an interesting we'll a couple tweets that which I try not to tweet Twitter things, but. Or go on Twitter. Anyway, I read a couple that basically just said, I feel sorry for in the future people have to read 2020 in a history book. Because, damn. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. We're going to yeah. need a whole you know, chapter and, and, for this year. Yeah. There's there's so many things to um, that we could say or not say or uh, talk about. Um, I'm going to put it like this. Um, this world is full of a lot of ugly things and a lot of ugly problems and a lot of ugly people. 
people and systematic issues like yeah. racism and and poverty and all this other crap that has hit us. So I don't know what the answers are. Um, and what I know is that we just have to remember to talk to each other, to see each other, to be people, and to and to try to be aware of our own biases and yeah. move through them and do our best to be kind global citizens of this world. Yeah. And um, it's a fucked up time, guys. Do what you can. And in the end, just, you Take know, care of yourself in the process. Be kind to each other. Don't be an Absolutely. asshole to Don't each other. Don't be a dick. Yeah. Don't be a dick. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know. Yep. Believe it. It's there. It's real. And And do what you can to mitigate it. That's all we got. Um, but I'm not going <laughs> to... But I love you guys. We, Sorry, we need to go awesome. down that line. We're going to end this before we get on a soapbox. Yeah, yeah. Nope. Okay. Uh, the w- Alien Whale is the real MVP. Find us on Twitter at Tara Podcast. <laughs> Find us on Facebook at There's No Place Like Tara. Email us at, at There's No Place Like Tara. At gmail.com. Patreon.com slash There's No Place Like Tara. Write us. Like us, review us on podcasty places. Yep. All over the world. Wide world. We love you guys. World. Okay. We love you. <laughs> bye. Okay, bye.